pick him up, Dad? Sure, go ahead. Just be careful. You gotta be gentle. I will. I hope he's housebroken. Hmm. Oh, isn't he cute? Has it got a name, Dad? Yeah, Mogwai. What? Mogwai. I don't know, some Chinese word. I just call him Gizmo. He seems to like it. Hello and welcome to Hockey Masks, High Schools and Popcorn. I am Sean, joined by my esteemed co-host, Mike. How do? How do? And look at this, we're doing a little change up today, right? Yeah, we try- thought we'd try to mix it up a little bit, see how crazy, it Crazy, <laughs> crazy. a little nervous, aren't you? <laughs> it is a little awkward being on this side. It is a little strange, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I felt a little weird too there for a minute. Like, I didn't laugh, they're like you. you well, that's you because you're not as gregarious. Oh, oh ba- bam. You, you want to lead it off, man. You got to know these words. You got to have them ready no, to go. If you're going to be on my end, you got to go like, uh, duh. <laughs> duh. I'm a ton. I watch movies. <laughs> so, oh, uh, good times. What's next? All right. So, Hockey Mass, High Schools, and Popcorn. Yes. There we go. This Episode is- three. Zero. Three, zero, 30. Yay. You believe that? Yeah. Episode 30, man. Wow. I know, right? We are here. I know. That's almost, what, 37 hours of us talking total with our totally tubular editions? Yeah. Yeah. About 37 hours of us actually just yakking away. You believe that? That'd be like if we were at work for all the time and all we did was just talk to each other about movies for an entire week at work. That's a lot. Which is pretty much what we do most days at work anyway, so. No, I work. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Your boss isn't listening to this. All right, so go ahead, man. Tell them what we got. Or what, did you want to do? do? Are we switching roles again? No, I just didn't give a fuck. I just was doing the open. <laughs> All right. So episode 30, uh, we are back to talk, to give our current reviews and ratings for our previous nostalgic movie, Gremlins. 1984. Very good. I thought you were going to try to do your Mugwai voice there for a second. Oh, no. I can't get that high. I felt like you were getting ready to But you used to be able to do a Mugwai, don't you? I, th- I thought you used to be able to do that for you. Maybe for when I was 18 or something. <laughs> Maybe. So we're going to give our, our current reviews of the Gremlins, which I got to say, just teasing, wasn't great for me. Yeah. I, I, this is not, this movie did not hold up for me, and, and it, I feel like a piece of my childhood died with it, but it didn't, it just didn't go with me. I'm ashamed. Yeah, I know, it didn't, didn't go with you. me. But you know what, before we even get into all that, let's, t- let's talk about. <laughs> That's gross. <I'm laughs> that is a little gross. Not, what is that, a Band-Aid? It's a Band-Aid. Oh, it's from one of the kids, dude. I doubt seriously it was actually used to cover anything disgusting. I mean, probably not anyway. Um, so before we even get started on all of that, we uh, want to announce, we talked about it a couple weeks ago and again last week, our big 30th episode contest. Yeah, it's been 15 episodes since our last contest. Yes, yes. So we would like to do this every once in a while just to, to, to well, one, to reward people who are, are who are listening, let them know that uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and because it's fun. You know, everybody likes contests, everybody likes to do things. So keeping with the spirit of the 80s, uh, what Sean has done uh, has gone and found five clips of movies, uh, and there's just going to be like what is it like six second sound bites, basically of each one. Yeah, yeah of most. each one, really quick. Whatever, it, as little as we could do without needing to pay for the rights to do it <laughs> is what we end up doing. So they're very short clips. What we're going to do is play them in order, uh, and then we want you to write down what movies those are from, and simply email them to comment or comments 
sorry, at hhp-podcast.com. Either one will work. Yeah, either one. You can but, email it to mike at hhp-podcast.com. Don't do that. Or It'll Sean. never go anywhere if you do but, that. But, It'll <laughs> just sit there forever. Email them to comments at uh, hhp-podcast.com. And what we're going to do is uh, we're going to open this up till I guess, next Wednesday, which is the uh, what, 14th, whatever that is. Um, I don't have the date in front of me because I'm an idiot. It'd be the 12th. The 12th. I was close. So we'll have it open from now until the, or Sunday, which is when you're going to hear this, to the 12th. So that's like four days. Uh, we'll have it out there for everybody to listen to. Is that enough? Are we sure we want to do that? I think so, right? I mean, the majority of people who listen, listen pretty much when we put it right out anyway. Well, if we get no responses... Then we can come back and say, hey, you know what? Michael's an idiot, and we're going to extend it one more. All right. So you know what? You know what? Actually, let's just extend it one more because that way we can make it like a Christmas gift. Okay. You know what? So let's just do that. Sure. Why not? So why don't we do that? So is it the 12th, the 19th? Yeah, oh, you, you got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can add 7 to 12. Right. That's fairly straightforward. So you know what? Forget everything I just said. We're going to make it the 19th. Um, we'll give everybody that much time so that way you get it right, email it to us. Uh, you'll get your gift or your your prize for for winning uh, right around your Christmas time. So we're gonna play the clips now, right? Uh, we're gonna play them twice for you. We'll play them once all the way through, and then we'll play them again. Make sure you hear them you hear them well. Even though this is a podcast, you could just rewind them. We're gonna make it simple for you, and uh, just play them twice. But again, just write down the movies in order. Email it to us at comments at hhp-podcast.com, and we will do a random drawing of all of the correct entries that we receive in this time frame. And Michael, tell them what they'll win. They are going to win a beautifully well-done Hockey Mask High Schools and Popcorn hoodie sweatshirt from Cafe Press. How do I get one? You just go to cafepress.com, look up High Schools, Hockey Masks, and uh, Popcorn, and there we are. You have coffee mugs. Do you drink coffee? Oh, yes, I, mean, I do. Who doesn't drink coffee, right? Yeah. And wouldn't you like to do it out of a beautiful mug? You know what I'm really looking for, though, is mm. like, a, like a static cling or something. Like a, uh, like like a, a clingy, almost. Yeah. Oh, there we go. They have those, too, what? coincidentally enough. They have all kinds of good stuff out there with our logo on it. So for the winner of this one, we're going to uh, order you a, a nice grace uh, hoodie sweatshirt uh, with our logo on it. Um, woohoo! So you can show everybody how awesome you are by wearing our logo around wherever you go. We have men's and women. We have, of course, men's and women. Um, just go tell us your size, and we'll ship it out to you. Sound good? And it's Sound for anywhere good. in the world. Doesn't care where you are, as long as you can get a package, we'll ship it to you. So it's all good. Uh, any anybody's any and all entries are are welcome. So uh, please give it a listen, and then uh, send us your email. So you want to do it now? Yeah. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Come on to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. I'll have what she's having. Wait till they get a load of me. All right. That's now, pretty good. How now, many of y'all just sat there and said, I know what those are right now? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was stuck on one of them, but I got it. So, But then again, we're awesome 80 movies guys. Yeah. So we're going to know that with no problem. But I think those are good. Those spread a good gambit of the movies of the 80s. It's not all one genre. It's kind of spread across. So I think it's a good it's a good segment. So play it one more time for everybody, and then we'll talk about it. All right, here it is. One more time. Come on to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. I'll have what she's having. Wait till they get a load of me. Enter now. Dun, 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 dun. So again, write them down. Email them to comments at hhp-podcast.com. We'll choose from all the correct entries. We'll choose one one winner. 
And that winner gets himself a, uh, a nice uh, hoodie sweatshirt with our logo Yay. on it. Yay. So that's a good 30 30 day or thirty episode prize, right? Yeah. That's not that bad. It's a nice sweatshirt. They are nice. They are nice. So logo is nice. The logo is nice. It looks good on that gray. It's it, it and it's good just on the corner. Yeah, it's not breast. all over. It's on the back or nothing no, like that. No, no, Sticking out huge. It's just one of those things that you're going to wear and your friend's going to be like, what is that? Yeah. And you could be like, oh, you know what this is? And then they're going to think how cool you are and it's just going to be great. So uh, we're really hoping everybody, um, you know, gave that a good listen and, and sends us their entry. Um, obviously, this always works better uh, the more entries we get. So, you know, please get it to us um, as quickly as possible. And there we go. If you have any questions about the contest, reach out to us on Facebook. We're not putting this contest on Facebook. We'll tell people that we have it. But you have to listen to this podcast to actually get the the um, uh, sound clips, bite. the sound bites. Yeah, we're not going to put it anywhere else. So you have to listen to, to this podcast for that. All right. Did we miss anything? No, let's move on. Woohoo! Uh, but we do, we should also point out before we get going, once again, how incredibly procrat. Pro, 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 no, no. Uh, Procost. Ah, I can't say the word now. <laughs> ah, it's going to drive me crazy. Uh, how great we are at telling the future <laughs> with the Washington Redskins. Because they managed yeah. to freaking win uh, again on Monday night. Can yeah. you believe that shit? They pulled it out once RG3 again. RG3 is putting on a fucking national uh, uh, showcase. I got three say. division wins in, in a row. row, and two of his best games so far this year were both on the national stage, which got to mean this week against the Ravens, probably going to get our butts kicked. But whatever, you know what? It's been a good three weeks. As a Redskins fan, it made me happy. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and make the call that we're going to lose, but that's okay. It's not okay, but it's livable. It won't ruin <laughs> yeah. my week as much. I won't be happy about it, but you know, it it'll at least ruin. finally end the season for me. <laughs> you know, we can finally call it done instead of I guess. stringing me along like this. I guess, right. Cruelly yeah, I hear you. doing. Because, you know, sooner or later the heart's going to break. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's just get the breaking over with now and be done with it. Exactly. All right. But anyway, so back to why everybody hopefully is tuning in to us um, to give hear our current review of Gremlins 1984. Um, so last week, let's see, Sean, you gave your nostalgic review. was a nostalgic rating was a... I gave it a 3.63. There we go. I gave it a 3.5. So we were close yeah, from we a nostalgic close. point of view. We both thought this was an above-average movie. We seem to remember it fondly. Um, you know, so we went and we watched it, and <sighs> not good, man. Didn't hmm. uh, Did not hold up for me at all. I enjoyed it. I was The first 15, 20 minutes maybe held up. But, man, as soon as they got that gizmo... It just went uh, downhill. I you know what? I didn't I, like it. I was totally wrapped up in that little furry thing. I don't know if it's Mogwai. Mogwai. Those little cute little sounds it was making. And I think you look at it, you say puppet. You can't help it but say puppet. But I just like the animatronic movements of its mouth and its eyes. It gave it expression to me. I felt, I wouldn't say it, was, it felt it was alive, but... It did pass. It did emote feeling. Really? Yeah. See, did. I didn't. I didn't get that at all. No, I didn't get any emotes for me. It was just too. Was too okay, so Gizmo wasn't the worst. You know, him, his, uh, the Gremlins themselves were just were just terrible. But yeah, I, I give I'm, you that. I'm dropping this down big time for me. All right, what do you got? So I'm going from a 3.5 nostalgic. I'm just going to take it down to a 2.5. Ooh, current. Ooh, ah. Because you know what? It doesn't play. It doesn't play well. It does not play well to an adult anymore. It just doesn't. Mm. All right. Um, I went from a 3.63 to a 3.63. Oh, keeping it right the same? I'm keeping it the same. Now, the thing is, is that 
I really enjoyed the movie a lot up until the Gremlins started coming on and they changed. Then it started taking a turn south. So it brought that higher rating that I was going to give it right back down black, back to where I started huh. from. All right. Well, keeping it even is not bad. That just means vaguely your nostalgic remembrance of it kept up with you as an adult. So there's nothing wrong with that. No. Though I don't, I don't know how it could be. I don't. Especially you, the cynical, heartless bastard that is you. You would think that, right? But I found myself, <laughs> every time, you know, Gizmo found the trash can, his little feet were dangling, you know, sticking out, moving. You know, oh. Come on. It was just so. All right. You know what? So. I don't want to go through the, the plot of the movie because everybody should have seen it by now. Um, although, I will say, you know, it first opened up, and like I said, I liked the first 15 minutes of it. It wasn't that bad. You know, he's in Chinatown. I giggled when the first thing he walks by is a car wreck because I was like, ah, I wonder if that's like a throwback to the Asian driving joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's in Chinatown. No. <laughs> no. That he walks by is there's a big no. car wreck right there. No. Oh, come on. You don't think that's what that was? No. Please. I guarantee you that's what it was. That was pretty freaking funny. But, I mean, I like that whole scene. I liked when he, you know, the, the, the ancient Chinese thing, when he goes in there and there's the guy and trying to find something and you see him trying to sell his gizmo, the the bathtub or the bathroom buddy, whatever it is, which looked so 1980s because it, it even had, like, the uh, uh, the tan plastic covering. It was just so it was so dated looking for such a uh, big advanced in, in technology. Yeah, what, what, what was kind of special about that to me was well his name was Pilcher and it just has that ring of a product from back then yeah like Pfizer that's what I thought it was well I thought immediately of Ronco oh oh, Ronco wow yeah Yeah. so and that was kind of the same stuff (laughs) yeah well they had um, they had they had their own uh, smokeless ashtray oh did they and that was first obviously that this came off of so they had you know Ronco did uh, smokeless ashtray Mr. Microphone uh, Chopomatic Mr. Microphone that's right that's where you could tune your microphone tune it to your radio radio station station, right right. and hear your voice to the radio yeah but they had the Chopomatic it was like a little sound thing you put. Uh, yeah, thing you just quit, you, yeah, yeah, you bang it on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the slap chop or whatever it is yeah, nowadays. Yeah, Kind of like yeah. similar to that. Um, the pocket fisherman. Remember that? It was like a fold up. Yes, thing. yes, I do. I do remember yeah. that. And then your your favorite, of course, you of course you probably owned this was you know hair in a can spray. No, no, I had hair in the eighties. Oh, I thought maybe you just had the film that spot. No, no, I had the hair in the eighties. Yeah, but they reminded me of that, like. Ronco that products, thing. yeah, all the, the crap that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. He had some really good gadgets. He, well, I mean, they only showed well, not good gadgets. Yeah, none, funny gadgets. None of them worked. Yeah, although you know, wait, let's stay on the gadget thing real quick, right? So he had the the bathroom buddy, which didn't work, right? It spurted the toothpaste everywhere, which you know, whatever. It's fine, that 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 happens. Um, and then you know, back at his house, they did the juicer thing, which it was just little things like that just kept driving me nuts because he had this big juicer thing. And he puts the one freaking orange in there, right? <laughs> just one orange. And not only does it make a half a glass of orange juice, but then it continues to just shoot and spray juice everywhere around the entire kitchen. You don't know how many oranges were stored inside of it already. It could have already had some liquid juice inside. Yeah, I'm not buying it. No. He stuck one in there, and then for comic relief purposes, they just did it. But it was just silly. They, they just didn't need to get done. And then every gizmo that he had clearly didn't work. And yet they just kept using it. Like, you know, the coffee thing didn't work. The and Although I did love the dimmer where he had the big silver box. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, and she pulls out the, the antenna, antenna and she's like two feet from it and presses it to dim the lights. Yeah, she actually that, points, yeah, points it to it. Points you know? at the thing. She could have just literally just put the thing down and reached to turn the thing, which was funny. Uh, and they did the same thing when she was trying to do the phone. 
she had the the phone when she pulled the antenna out mm-hmm. and pointed at the phone. Which actually that was kind of a neat idea, right? She pointed at it and then was going to use the handset that she had in her hand to talk, and not the actual phone. Right. That I thought was actually kind of a neat neat idea. Um, of course, it didn't work, but. You know, th- those those things I was okay with. I-, I laughed a little bit at that. It was pretty funny. He had the um the fly swatter on the drill thing or whatever it was. Remember? Uh, that? yeah, but they never actually saw that one. How that was supposed to work? Well, he did it. Remember? Yeah, no, but I mean, he, yeah, but it looked like just like a yeah, fan. spinning around like yeah, a van, spinning yeah. around. Which I I guess somehow that could be the egg thing to crack the eggs. <laughs> which again didn't, didn't work. work. Right, right. Which uh, was not a good thing either. He enhanced the bathroom buddy and put the shaving cream thing, and that didn't work. Right, and I I didn't like that they used the same gag twice. That's true. You know, they did. Oh, the shaving cream sprayed on me. Oh. <laughs> you know what, though? Real quick, just keeping on him real fast, his character. Later on in the movie, when they went to the, uh, when he was at the inventor fair, and he mm-hmm. was on the phone talking to his wife. Yeah. Did you see the time machine that was yeah, in, the in the background? background yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the actual the time actual machine. One. But did you catch that when they came back, they cut away to her, and when they came back, the time machine was gone? Yeah, and they were all, no, no, I mean, they were all looking around. There was like a little smoking thing on the ground. And they were all looking around like, what What just happened? Like, it actually went back in time. <laughs> I didn't I'm telling you, that. you need to go back I and see I saw the time that, machine that was in the funny. background, but I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't remember that from the first one, but when they came back to it because the movie was so god-awful, I was paying attention to the backgrounds, uh, and that, and that, I saw that. I was like, holy crap, that was pretty good. That was funny. It was a nice touch. I give him some credit on that one. I will go back and look at that. You should. It was actually pretty good. It was well done. So what, um, what did you think overall of our main character here? Mr. The main Billy, Billy, Billy. Uh, I, I just I don't want to say anything first. I just want your opinion on it because I, I want to say something about him, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. I think he he led nothing to the to the character to the movie. I mean, he didn't. He yeah. just he, he was, was there. He was just kind of there. <laughs> doing he's going to punch him in the heads. Yeah, a little whine, not whiny. What's the word? Annoying. I don't know. <laughs> a little annoying. A little bitch. I think is what the term is. Because he, he he starts off. He, I guess they tried really hard for this all American. Thing, right? Well, how old was he supposed to be? Well, I, he was out of high school, right? Because he was working during the at day a, at the bank. At the bank, right? So he had to be out of high school, but not too far, I'm guessing. So early 20s, maybe? 20, 21? Something like that? Because what's her name? Um, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates uh, worked at the bar, and she was right. serving alcohol, so she had to be 21. You know, I don't know that that's always been a rule. I don't I don't know if that that's... I don't know if that was a rule when they changed the drinking age to 21. I don't know if they have always made that a rule. Because remember, when we were at Peoples, we only had to be 18. To sell. To sell. But I think to actually sell open beer. Oh, you mean to serve or to serve sell? Or serve. I yeah, think I, it's different. I don't know. Maybe, but she could have been 20, 21. Yeah, they could have yeah, been. I guess. We were just kind of like, okay, based on, yeah, we're talking about him and his character. He, he was like this overly nice kid with his, you know, coming in yes. the door and... Gee, Ma, can yeah. I help you? I'm like, oh, <laughs> that just, it was too, yeah. his dumb dog taking him to work with him, which first of all, who the fuck's taking the dog to work? I don't care what kind of small town you're in. No, you don't take a dog to work with you at a bank and then put the poor dog underneath your counter and tie him up with a rope. You know first, someone's going to actually, for the first, you know, he's going to say, emails and say, I bring my dog to work every day. <laughs> I don't know, where yeah, but I don't think you tie him under your desk with a piece of rope. I mean, first of all, that's cruel to the dog. Second of all, you don't do that at a job, especially not at a bank. You know, that to me, that was ridiculous. That was just silly. But yeah, I didn't find his character redeeming in any way whatsoever. He really didn't add anything to it. There was no emotion. I can see why now, after having been in this huge blockbuster of a movie, his career didn't take off. Because what <laughs> what are you going to have him do? Yeah. You know, there was nothing to him. There was no emotion. There was no, there really wasn't anything in there that was worth paying attention to. Yeah. And he got his ass kicked constantly by these freaking little two foot tall gremlins. I mean, uh, Stripe, or whatever the heck they named him. His name was Stripe, right? 
And they actually yeah. gave him a name. They just called I him kept, Stripe. I, before it came on, I thought it was Spike. Oh, uh, Spike. Yeah, I thought it was too, but it's not. They called him Stripe. Stripe. Yeah. The only thing he did was, I mean, he came in and he saved his mom, but the gremlin wasn't looking. I mean, in this I movie, don't think he, she needed help. Th- no, the mom actually killed more gremlins than he did. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I got to say, though, I'm a little confused as to how the whole killing started. What, what made her, like, yeah, decide I, to kill him? You caught that, too, yeah. right? Okay, good. It wasn't just me. No, I was like, okay, what did they do to you, really? They threw one thing at her. Remember, they did throw something at her. And it hit the wall of his glass, or like a glass, and it shattered on I, the wall. I thought that was after she killed one of them. No, that was the first thing. She walked oh. down, and the glass came. I was like, that's a bit much, because she didn't know where coming from. She walked down through, looked down a hall. You saw the shadow on the wall, and then she walked around, and then she went in the kitchen and saw him. Because he hadn't called, or he did call her yet. No, he hadn't he called hadn't her yet. He hadn't called her yet. This, was, this right, is all right. on her. This is all on her, and the thing was just sitting there in now, the blender. She, okay, of course. You did see those pods. She saw the pods. Obviously, you look at those pods and you're like, something's coming out of there is not going to be good. I mean, even I saw I that. I guess. I guess. Right. They don't look good. That's for damn sure. Right. No. But I don't know if they're, let me turn this blender on and kill them bad. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. It, you had no idea. Right. Blender, microwave, stabbing one to. Oh, my God. Right through the. And they actually showed him in the background, yeah. which I never remember that either. But right. When All she was putting him in the microwave, the knife was through him. Stuck, stuck in him. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. Mom's got some pent up aggression. She definitely is not happy with her life because she had no compunctions about killing a living being like that for no reason. No reason whatsoever. She just said, fuck it, I'm killing these things. Yeah. And she sat there and watched that thing blow up in the <laughs> microwave like, <laughs> Watch it spin in the, in the blender thing. Or and stabbed mixer. him, didn't put him out of his misery. And then when she heard there was more, what did she do? She go gets two knives. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Mom's a little badass over here. I mean, that caught me off guard, too. It really did. I wasn't expecting. I mean, I remember she did it, but. I thought they attacked her first because I remember she did. She got the cut, but I thought that happened first. But that actually happened after she'd already killed three of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can kind of see maybe they weren't very nice, but maybe they weren't psychopathic killers until she started killing them, and they figured, well, shit, we got to kill everybody now. So I don't know. Maybe she started the whole thing. It is possible. But um, the so yeah, his character terrible. Uh, the mom thing that was great. Whatever. Though I gotta say for so he you know the dad got on this thing for Christmas and said you know three rules here are your rules and I mean literally within what less than a day he already broke one of the rules got him wet almost immediately he fucked that shit all kinds of up. the dude I mean, was an idiot no. I mean he could he did not keep he works at a, a bank single, I know right <laughs> you think he could follow rules or processes and procedures but nothing no. Within 10 seconds, he's got him wet. And then what even pissed me off more is you were right about that. When they got him wet and Gizmo's on the ground, like, just writhing in pain, yeah. right? And the things are shooting Boiling off his back. Yeah. Fur, yeah. So what does he do? He takes one of them to the to the scientist. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Look, he scientist. sounded like Billy D. Williams. His manner is. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, going to draw oh, some now. blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to drink some cold 45. <laughs> but what does he do? He takes him there and then pours more water on the effing gremlin. I, or the Mugwai, whatever the hell it was. Right. But I'm like, holy shit, dude. Do you not realize that there is a reason why you're supposed to follow these rules? So what does he do? He takes them there, torches the poor thing, and pours more water on them just so that they can hatch another Mugwai. I was like, oh, you deserve everything that's getting ready to happen to you. Clearly. Because yeah. you, you're you an idiot. It was still cute up to that point. I still liked it. All uh, the way no. up until they when they started changing and 
to gremlins and just terrorizing the town. Got well, a little out of hand. You know, the, the reason they changed into that big cocoon thing is because they eat after midnight. Yeah. Which is weird because, well, one, right, so you we can't We talked feed about them. this last they time. They did, yeah. but, you know, you can't feed them after midnight. So what time the next morning can you feed them? So, you know, because 8 a.m. is after midnight, right? Everything is after midnight, technically. So at what point do you, can you start to feed them? And, you know, they never really go into that. So is it like 3 a.m. is good? 5 a.m.? You know, they never really kind of get point. into that. I was yeah. just curious. But the thing that really caught me was the the Mogwai, before they turned, right? They were still the fuzzy little creatures. Um, they went and, you know, cut the clock so that they could get fed. Well, first of all, they they were, what, a day old? Yeah, how, little babies. How do they even have a concept of a time, much less to know that, oh, that clock tells the time. Let me go and cut. That, that whole thing to me was just these guys were way too smart for things that, that were literally two, two days old. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that the assumption here is that their intelligence is much higher than what you think, and they don't work like a baby, a human baby coming out cannot do what they do. Maybe in their world, when they come out... They understand clocks? They understand technology and stuff. They're, yes, they're smarter than that. Clearly clearly at the end, Gizmo could talk more, and he was like, bye, Billy. Yeah, I don't see, but I don't know that he could talk more. I think Billy could just understand him more. But even still, I'm not saying oh, that don't could, even go there. I'm not saying that they couldn't learn what a clock was or understand the concept of time or that hey, if I cut this wire, that's going to stop the. But what I'm saying is, how did they learn that in a day? To me, it was just from that point on, it just got really dumb because he was just contriving to figure out how to make this work. It would have been better if he had just fallen asleep with the food right next to him and they just climbed down and ate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have, I would have liked that more, uh, but they didn't. And then they had the big cocoons, and when the cocoons hatched, what the fuck was with the green and yellow light? From the cocoons. That, you know, I actually saw the bulb in one of them. <laughs> that was just, that was dumb. I'm like, where is the light coming from in that cocoon? It was a bulb. That that makes makes no sense. I saw it. I saw a couple things in this movie, by the way. You know, when the tree, when the gremlin was in the tree and the mom was like wa- yeah. looking around, walking the house and the tree falls over on the gremlin? You could see a guy behind the tree push it over. Oh, I didn't notice that. I went and froze it and went back and you could clearly see his face behind the tree. Oh. Okay, I see. can't believe they didn't ca- cut that, that out. That's even it's worse. It's blatant because I saw it. I was like, wait, what is this? And I were, sure enough, well, dude I mean, with glasses. The movie cost uh, $12 million to make, so maybe they were going over budget or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it made a boatload of money, but the special effects were just not not that good for me. You know what stuck about that food and chicken thing, by the mm-hmm. way? What what did you did you realize how it came out of the refrigerator? Oh, yeah, on the plate. Again, uh, yeah, yeah. Again with the food, bringing <laughs> that poltergeist out, that we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you just open your fridge and your food leftovers are just stacked on a plate or whatever, just open, well, not wrapped up. And no leftovers for who? Because that was enough chicken. That was a lot of chicken. That was enough chicken for like forty people, and there's only three people <laughs> in that house. <laughs> I wouldn't say forty, okay. but yeah. there was a lot of chicken in there. I'm saying if those were leftovers, how much did you make? You know, it's just you, your husband, and your son. So, how much food are you making? Unless you made it for the gremlin, well, you know, the the mogwais when they were. I guess I'm just that was a boatload of chicken. It was a boatload of chicken. It was a lot, a lot of chicken. So, so they eat it and they turn into these gremlins, and and of course everything kind of starts to go to go crazy down there because I guess they're you know evil. I mean, they never really explain why the gremlins went and did what they did. They just do it, I guess. They they're just, just mischievous, I suppose. Right? You know, they want to go and kill everybody. So. <laughs> But a couple of things about that drove me nuts, too. Although I, I laughed again because this is Steven Spielberg and his disdain for police officers. I had to laugh, though, when the, the cops were out on the patrol and uh, they saw the the mean woman who got shot out of her 
Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle, yeah, who got shot out. She was on the ground, and they were like, oh, my God, that's Mrs. Deagle. And then Santa Claus, the guy yeah. dressed in Santa Claus, mm-hmm. comes comes out of the house, and he's got all the gremlins all over him. They're like, oh, my God, what is that? What is that? What do they do? They roll the windows up, and they drive away. They left him sitting there. I mean, they're cops, and they're like, oh, my God, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, no, you don't. You are police officers. Get the hell out and help this guy. I didn't even think about that either, but yeah. Well. He rolled the window up on the guy. The Santa Claus was banging on the cop car. <laughs> they rolled the window up and drove away. I was like, oh, my God. What the hell is going on there? I mean, of course, they ended up, and you know, the, the gremlins cut their brakes in the cop car, and then they end up flipping and turning, which was the worst special effect ever. That looked like such a little, that was a toy car. You could clearly see that that was a model. It was just, it was horrible, absolutely horrible. You are just tearing this apart. I couldn't stand it because the movie and the, the acting and the dialogue and the, and the pacing, and the, it was just so bad that there wasn't anything else for me to, to keep up on. And trust me, the only reason I give it even an average one is because I liked, I like what Steven Spielberg always does where he has, he has a great setting for a movie. You know, they, they did a good job of setting up the town as this all-American town. Um, and, and, you know, I liked Phoebe Cates in this movie. I still thought she was adorable. She's still cute. And, you know, I, I like the concept of the thing. I just didn't like the execution of it. It could have just been so much better. It, it really could have. I forgot about the, the storyline behind her and why they don't celebrate Christmas oh, yeah. until it was on. It's kind of stupid and sad at the same time, though. I mean, yeah. Well, and even the way that they delivered it was dumb. Yeah. She's like, no, I have another reason to hate Christmas. And you could almost see in his head like, oh. What? What? <laughs> Obviously, you want to tell me what is it? I mean, why can't you just come out and say it? Why we got to be all dramatic about it? You just want me to ask you about it? Is that what we're doing here? So, if you haven't seen seen it out there um, in podcast land, uh, her dad, I guess, wants to surprise them and dress up as Santa Claus and tries to go down the the chimney and get stuck, and he's missing for days, and they smell something, and it's him dead. So, it's, <laughs> it's pretty tragic. That was right? it. Yeah, it was like three or four days later, and the house was smelly, and they didn't know why. Yeah. Turns out that uh, yeah, the dad broke his neck going down the thing, and that was not that's not a good story. Yeah. It was an odd place to tell that too. I feel like I've heard that like somewhere else, like an urban legend or something. It's probably know. from that movie. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it could have been. Although, um, did you see? Of course, Corey Feldman was in this movie, right? And he wasn't in it very much. I mean, he didn't have a whole lot to do, but it, it did it did strike me what a cute kid he was. He was a when cute he was sitting kid. there playing with Mogwai, playing with them, doing the yeah, blinking blink eyes. Yeah, that was cute. It was a cute scene, and he I, was a cute kid. I felt like he actually thought there was a real Mogwai. Well, that was him really acting, right? He he sold it. He that yeah, was what he was supposed I to do. It. Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of impressed with it. I was like, all right, you know, he was a cute kid. It's a shame what he turned into, you know, but he was a cute kid. Hmm. Makes you wonder if he had just been able to stay off the uh, the drugs. What a, what a great actor he could have been, maybe, you know. So who else stuck out at you um, with like I would call them cameos, short roles? Oh, so, oh, the the cop, the cop. Yes, was it it one was, of the, was the same guy from Forty Eight Hours and yeah. Beverly Hills Cop, and he played Mike on Breaking Bad, oh, which I don't see, but yeah, the old yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's much older, bald, and stuff in that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it's kind of funny that he's, he played that. Now he's going to stick out. Yeah, and, and never not saw him before. Cops, completely Breaking incompetent Bad. cops, by the way. Yeah. He was incompetent in 48 hours, too, and he didn't get much better in this one. He was the one who was saying, I really want to go now. I really want to go. Let's roll the windows up. I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. You're okay. killing me. Killing and then me. Um, you have uh, Judge Reinhold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As the douche manager. Yeah. yeah. 
Whatever happened to him in the movie? They, they just kind they of, never showed him. No, right? they it never just showed like, him getting his. What else happened to him? You don't know. He just nothing else happened. I don't to remember him. if it does. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I thought something bad happened to him, but it really doesn't. I mean, they didn't show as many deaths as I thought they did. I mean, Mrs. Deagle, who okay, they the, were enough. The size of the steps were so disproportionate to the size of that house because I mean, she literally went up those steps for like. Like I know they thirty just, seconds, but the house is like a two-story little you know, house. I'm there's like, a little bit. Uh, you have to just understand that some of this was slapstick, meant to be that way. You just make the house seem like it's bigger just to have her flying up there. I mean, come on, have some fun. Right? I don't know. It, it could have been just as funny, just having just a regular step and having a shootout. But she was supposed to be this big rich woman, but that house was not a big rich house. But you know what I mean? They made it look like it was while she was inside of it. It was just disproportionate. It was another one of the things that just stood out. It was fine. It was not. All right. Who Did you recognize um, who the bank manager was? No, I did not. It was Grandpa from 16 Candles. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. That's right. Oh, shit. Yeah, I missed that one. All right. Well, there we go. There was a couple I, I, I saw. I saw. I was like, hey, I kept writing, hey, it's Grandpa. Hey, it's Judge <laughs> Reinhold. Hey, it's did, a guy from did, did Breaking Bad. Did you notice he was the first person to die? Oh. You're not going to say the black guy, was it? First one to die. First human? First human to die. Black guy. Yep. Only black guy in the movie, by the way. <laughs> you know, I feel... You you might be right there, and that's fine, but I feel like there was an assumed death of somebody before then. But I don't No, know. because the only other gremlins were at his house, and they hadn't hatched yet, right? There was only, there was only at two places. Right, they were happening at the same time. Right, right. So she so, was being attacked... Right. Okay. So, yeah, he was the first one to die. It was yeah. the black guy. Yeah, the black doctor. The only one in this movie. Poor like, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Poor Billy D. <laughs> Getting killed by the gremlins. You know, but again, it's like these, these gremlins are apparently very strong because that thing was able to, like, rip apart, you know, the metal. Oh, yeah, grate. like the vents. Right, right. But then at the end of the movie, they couldn't push the door open. I was like, <laughs> okay. All right, whatever. Anyway, but um, <laughs> it's just another stupid thing. I think the thing that really killed it for me, though, was... So, you know, in the movie, obviously, uh, Stripe goes and jumps in the pool. And again, green lights start showing up in the pool, which you can clearly see the bulbs in yeah, those, too. In the pool, yeah. <laughs> you saw them, like, four like, or so oh, lights. It wasn't necessary. They could have just had the thing bubbling and steam. They, they needed more fog first before they got those lights going. Yeah, but they didn't need the lights. It, it didn't It didn't serve a purpose. They could, it, If they were trying to be, you know, make it a little bit more sinister, then the light, the lights could just didn't help, you know? So anyway, he goes in there, and you know, a thousand of them come out, and for some reason, they all decide to go to a bar, uh, which that was that was the part I think that killed that's, it for me was that yes, bar. That's when and maybe it went that's down what it is. Me. Maybe that whole bar scene really killed it for me because it was the campiest, just dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. I actually have that down: the smoking, drinking, gremlins. Why is she serving them at the bar anyway? Yeah, just like, go out. Why, I mean, why, why, why did they just there? kill her? Right? Yeah. They've killed everybody else. Right. Well, they want to be served. I mean, I can see that. No, I guess they want to be served. And but why she she could leave anytime, right? I mean, <laughs> I guess she's out. worried about them killing her. I don't know. That's when it started getting. I wrote down starting to get bad now. Yeah, I mean, just, they, and they they did every um, topical uh, thing from the eighties at that time, right? They had a they had the one guy they had the one gremlin doing the flash dance thing, right? Which was just the worst. Him and his pink. Like, where did he even find that at? The pink shirt with the pink leggings. I mean, really? That was the dumbest yeah, thing I actually ever. made a list of what I I should have made. There was more obvious ones before this. Oh, go I ahead. Here you list of some. I had um, Flashdance, uh, Ray Charles Gremlin. Yes, that was awesome. There was a burglar gremlin with the mask over his yep. face. 
um, a surgeon gremlin, <laughs> which would you get served no purpose right. at all. That was at the end of it when they were all getting ready to die. Yeah. I don't. I didn't get that at all. That was dumb. I wish I wrote down more, but you know. And there was one flash the, the ironic one. The I call him the ironic gremlin, where he had puppets on his hands. He was a puppet wearing. <laughs> that a puppet. was that was the one next to the Ray Charles. Yeah. Actually, I thought that was cute. That was yeah. funny. He did the puppeting. Whatever he was doing. Fun of it, yeah, yeah, making fun of it. That was actually kind of funny. But then they had the Flasher Gremlin, yeah. which was ridiculous. It was, they had the right. break dancing right, Gremlins back. Oh, yeah, that was bad. I just wanted to like seriously. I was just it was it was bad. Uh, I was not that did not do anything. And then they're playing poker, and you're like, okay, well, how did you even learn to play poker? I mean, what what? How does that even I'll happen? I just didn't believe them. Just think that they were just smart mofo's to begin with, and yeah, all right. See, you're you're able to suspend disbelief more than I am for that one. But yeah, that that whole bar scene to me was just was just a waste. Christmas caroling gremlins. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Christmas. I mean, they just they just tried too hard. That's all. They they just tried too hard. It's like they really couldn't make up their mind what they were trying to do with these gremlins. Well, I think they were trying to go on the whole scheme of what a gremlin is. If you're not making it funny, you know, gremlins are supposed to go in and wreck havoc on something. Right, right? mess with the wire. I mean, because they, they had the old guy talk about it all over the, in the beginning, right? Right. Foreshadow. Whole, yeah, yeah, a lot of foreshadowing there. But, you know, so I think they took that and just kind of wanted to make it scary, but funny, friendly, kid-friendly in a way. And oh, this so, but there's there nothing kid-friendly Yeah, well, you know, when, you think Steven Spielberg, now I know he doesn't make just kid-friendly movies, but he's known for that kind of thing. So he throws out this kind of horror because it's actually this is listed as a horror movie um and, and it is but they try to throw in that fun stuff in fact this is a pg movie this was right before uh pg-13 became yeah, PG-13. It was. so apparently you know this is he, probably one of those movies that helped it get yeah, to pg-13 this one and his other one um indiana jones and the temple of no um um the other one poltergeist no indiana jones on oh, the temple of doom yeah what's the temple of doom um, so he went to the MPAA and was like, look, I think we need to get, because a lot of people are complaining about his movies, <laughs> that they're, you know, they should be rated R because of the content. But he's like, there should be something in between. So he actually helped get that. But they didn't go back and re-rate his movies, even though they were just released. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. I don't know. You could ever say poor guy about Steven Spielberg, but I hear you. Yeah. But he did like Jaws, you know, <laughs> you know, which terrified me as a kid. So. <laughs> But he's not just known R. for kid. I mean, yeah. He's not just known for kid movies. So. No, no, I mean he did. You know, uh, Close Encounters, right? That wasn't a kid movie by any stretch, huh? You know, uh, yeah, I guess. Would you consider that a kid movie? Close I wouldn't Encounters? say it's a kid movie. There's no kids but it's, in it. It's kid friendly, I guess, in that there's no blood. But and it deals the dad's a big cheating. Oh, that's true. Dad yeah. and. <laughs> you know, he is man. He, he left his actually cheat. He just leaves his wife and kids. He left his wife and kids, <laughs> and then basically makes yeah. out with the chick on the mountainside as the th- you know. Come on, well, it's cheating. I mean, she's still married. It doesn't really matter. I mean, he's cheating with the aliens because he doesn't know he's, he's cheating be, with. Aliens. He doesn't know if he's coming back in fifty years because everybody else knows that ship was gone for like a hundred years. He's, he's like, having well, alien bye sex. kids. <laughs> You'll all be dead when I come back, but I'll be the same age. It's the second reference to alien sex I've done today. Wow, that's odd. Yeah, remember we were having a conversation at lunch. <laughs> yeah, we were. That's right. <laughs> somehow alien sex came in into the conversation. <laughs> somehow, I don't know how that uh, how that would have happened, but there it was. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. so uh, bar scene. They, you know, they end up going to what? They end up, uh, I guess, all at the movie theater for some reason. Yeah. Well, I think it was it was dark. 
Oh, that, that's, that's right. It they made a reference that, where that was dark. Right, right. But you know, again, they they did a they did another one of those weaknesses that were only weaknesses when it was convenient to be weak. You know, especially with the bright light stuff. Well, sure, but yeah, remember how they couldn't get wet? Yeah. What are they walking on all day? Yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah. He walked all the way in the snow to there. Yeah, I know, I know. And they did it again when they went all the way into the movie theater and they were drinking soda and beer and everything else. Although I did laugh because remember last week at the in our um, nostalgia review we were talking about water. They're like, well, how do they even drink? How yeah. do they drink water? But they made a specific point in this movie of saying he can't get wet. Don't even give him water to drink. Oh, I didn't really. Catch yeah, his dad. His dad said that to him as one of the rules. Well, what's he gonna do? Oh, poor guy. Well, I don't know. I guess he yeah, gets dehydrate. moisture. It's moisture from the food. From the air around. Well, I don't him. know. I mean, the, the guy gives birth by shooting things off of his back. Clearly, he's, <laughs> you know, he's he's not working at the same set of normal things that everybody else is. So maybe he doesn't actually need water to survive like the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly got some other kind of issues going on. But so they end up at the movie theater, which actually that that didn't bother me overly much. I thought it was kind of funny when Snow White came on, which. This is 1984. Who the hell's still showing Snow White in a movie theater in 1984? And I thought it was interesting that um, they were showing Snow White, and it was like, hi-ho, which is how I started that show off <laughs> last did, week. Did, yeah. Was it because of that? I didn't see it. Oh, I don't know. Some kind of subconscious memory. Of, it of could have happened. been, but yeah. yeah, that was kind of weird. It yeah. came out like, whoa. But that didn't bother The bright light there didn't bother him. You know, that was weird. Like I said, they had, they had different times of when the bright light actually came into play. So, you know, they, they all end up in the theater, and I guess they decide, okay, well, now is, now is a good time to, to kill to kill them. You know, so Billy and, and uh, Phoebe's character, what was her name? Phoebe. It wasn't Phoebe. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't think that was actually it. Um, so they, anyway, they decide that this is now a good time to go in there and, and kill everybody, which I guess it was, right, because they were all sitting around there. Um, Kate, that was her name. Uh, they decide to go in there and kill them all with the turning on the gas and then lighting the thing, which... You know, <laughs> whatever. All right, well, we'll let that go. Didn't really kill them. I mean, it blew up everything, but they were pretty much still alive, just burning to death after that point. You know? I guess. And, and even still, it, it, unless the entire thing wasn't somebody, some of them are going to survive. They didn't lock the front door. They only blocked the back door. So, you know, unless every single gremlin in that place followed them and was in the to back, back corridor, yeah. yeah, then that, that, that plan really wouldn't have worked. So they did that, but unfortunately Stripe, I guess, was across the street getting candy. So they have to go in and chasing them. And that was another scene. The ending scene was just something that just, it killed it for me, man. I, I couldn't I couldn't get over how dumb the ending was. I just, I just couldn't do it. Oh, I agree. I mean, everything from that bar, a little bit before the bar, but that bar just sealed it for me, was bad. Yeah. It just kind of made my high higher rating. I was like, oh, I'm going to rate this high. I can't believe I'm going <laughs> to do this. I'm going to rate this high. It's great. And then it really started bombshelling. Because so they, they got away from telling down. a story of any kind, which I think they could have done a lot of, better storytelling with it as opposed to just figuring out ways to put these guys in situations to kill people or or multiply you know so they're in this candy store and it, it okay first of all <laughs> gizmo and the driving thing now it was kind of cute in its own way because he had been watching the movie and you know he saw them driving and it, yeah all right i'll give it that his face was awesome driving around he's all happy <laughs> his face around. looks the same no matter what no I, it doesn't i he got no emotions face. on those faces he had sad face and he had happy face no yeah. he had he had an up lip and a down lip that was it no his eyes all oh. moving around he was cute no no not not you're not gonna sell me on it dude not gonna happen but he, he was driving the toy car around yeah. which i thought that was kind of funny 
when I was 14, but I'm seeing it now. I'm like, that's not even possible. <laughs> Those cars aren't designed that way. There's no gas pedal in that car. How oh, is he doing that? He's doing the Flintstone thing. No, he's not. <laughs> that, was, that was a remote control car. I'm like, how is he doing that? Yeah, the steering wheel doesn't work. Car, yeah. The steering wheels don't actually work in those cars. You're controlling it by remote. That was just another one of those just dumb. Mogwais have magical powers, Michael. Uh, well, then you know what? Then you should just build a kill strike to begin with and be done with it. Mm. And then you had the whole, and through that entire store, Billy just gets his ass kicked by this freaking He does. Thing. I mean, the entire time. You know, He's every, every time those two come up together, he gets his ass kicked. I mean, he had a baseball bat, a... Uh, I think he had like a golf club. Or, he he couldn't get he could not fight that thing to save his life. He got his ass kicked constantly with it. I kind of would have thought too that with the uh, the saw blade thing would have been would have been the end of him. You know when he threw the saw blades at him. Oh yeah, I yeah. thought that was I forgot. He should have, and the gremlin just ran away with it. Dude, keep throwing the saw blades. That's working for you. That this, it was just it was. That just was dumb. actually a good scene. I actually stopped it on that scene too when he was throwing the saw blades at Billy, and Billy was against the wall, and that one stuck in the wall next to him. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. I did a slow-mo, and you actually see the blade. I don't know if they drew it in or, you know, whatever, going by his face with, like, a trail of almost like wind from the thing, you know, and then sticking the wall. I think they did fantastic. I looked at it in slow motion a couple of times. Like, that's – it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Right, I'll give you that. Um, but then they went to a uh, chainsaw right after that. Yeah. Where he just sat there and tried the chainsaw through the bat, which it's weird because he picked the bat up. I thought it was an aluminum bat. But yet, when they were doing the chainsaw, it was That's a wooden right. bat. That's right, when when he was first night corner, when he first picked it up. It yeah. might have been two different bats. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was an aluminum bat when he picked it up, because didn't he hit one of the saw blades, and didn't it go like, ting? I don't, I don't remember that, but I see silver in my head when he picked it up. Yeah. Silver and red or something. But yet, then it was like just some black bat. When they, all right. Continuity, not the best. You know, but even still, this guy's sitting there trying to hit you with a, kill you with a chainsaw. And, oh, I'm going to hold my bat up. It's two feet tall. You know, <laughs> kick its ass already and be done with this. It's just ridiculous to me, that's all. And then he ends up going over to the fountain, and, and literally Stripe is just standing there the entire time just waiting for Billy to show up before he puts his hand on the fountain. Yeah. You're two well, feet away from taunting. him. He puts his hand on the fountain. Why are you not running over there to bash him in the head with your baseball bat? Also, the biggest part of water wasn't at the top. That's where it came out of, but the whole bottom base was where all the water was. But at. What I'm saying, though, is he just sat there and watched him do it. Billy just watched him like, oh, well, I guess he won. I mean, what the frick, man? Walk over there and choke him out. What are you doing? <laughs> He's two feet tall. I just it, it Is could, Billy going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> Billy's going to have to choke a bitch tonight. It it was just it was just dumb, you know. And then Gizmo comes running in just in time to pull up the light, to pull up the shade, and the one little stretch of light that hits him. Perfect. Yeah, perfect, perfect time. ending. I liked the the death. The death was good. It was way too much for a kid though. I mean, I could not imagine a child watching that. That was graphic. Don't it you was think? graphic. No, very graphic. I mean, his face is melting. Yeah. And, ugh, it was not good. A little um, Evil Dead esque. Yes, very much so. Yeah. You know, and then he jumps out of the water and lands again and just starts melting some more. Was that like, was great. That like, was good. Because the special bones effects. looked like they were bones and then they just deflated because they were made out of latex or something to form it. Look like, but it was a really good effect. Yeah. It was just a stupid ending, like I said, because he could have killed him. Stupid monster could have just jumped out of the way. You know, and Phoebe Cates in this movie was about, what, worthless? I mean, is she yeah, actually a totally. She did She did. She nothing. slowed down a guy who was lame anyway. I, mean, <laughs> I know, right? He wasn't exactly Rambo to begin with. He should have said, look she, at me. Just just <laughs> get away from me. You're just, I already have trouble my own. Do you see this? You see what I'm working <laughs> with here? <laughs> you see what I'm working with over here? This is not going to be good for any of us. No. Trust me. But, you know, she tries to help. And the only thing she does, she goes up and turns on all the switches on in the store. Yeah. 
Like coincidentally, she turns on the right light. Magically, yes. Yeah, yeah. But well, she also turns the on the water in the fountain. Yeah, she was absolutely no help whatsoever. It was just dumb, 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 dumb. In that same scene, in the um, and when they're showing the toys on the shelf, did you catch one of the toys when yeah, the ET? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steven Spielberg loves to do that stuff, which is fine. It's little things like that, or I'm, I'm all right with. But the rest of it, I just like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't get by too much, especially from that bar scene on. It was just, it was just too ridiculous. Couldn't do it. So yeah, got to got to put it down to average. And I tell you what, what I'm talking about it, I kind of wish I dropped it down below average now. Oh no, I'm still fine. Even after talking about it, I'm happy with leaving it where. I, I yeah, was. I'm not gonna change my rating because I said it. But yeah, I, I this I'll give you the opportunity if you really want. If you nah, feel nah, that passionate nah. about it, this is your chance. For all I know, Zach Galligan is listening to this. I don't think he's doing anything. Well, I don't else. think he gives a shit if we lower it more, raise it more. Right? I don't think so. Oh God! I would hope not. Have I'm some, sure. I'm have sure his life is much balls better. Him and change it if you want to change it. I'm gonna leave it at two point five. Right. I'm not, I don't. I haven't rated anything lower than that. Oh, that's not true. I rated Friday the Thirteenth lower, but I, I'm gonna leave it at an average movie. And the moral of the story is, I don't know. Don't steal. Treasure what you have. I don't know. I was, was that the, was that the moral of the story? I, I felt like you know, like I didn't get that sense at all. I thought it was don't steal because <laughs> you know he said you can't have the mugwai, but he took it anyway. So maybe that was the moral of the story. Don't steal. I mean, what else could it be? There was no other moral. There was something. There had to be something that was trying to tell you about. Well, that. because he wasn't unhappy with his life. Billy wasn't going around going, oh, "I'm so bored in this world right now. I just wish something exciting would happen." He was working, and he liked that girl. And you know, I think he was life. like, "Treat the things you have in your life good." Wow, well, I don't think that was the moral at all, because he was already doing that. I don't know. You said he tied a dog down to the thing. How's that true? I mean, <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it, his life wasn't that bad that he needed to have a moral lesson taught to him. I think the moral lesson was, you know. I think the moral lesson was for his dad. I don't know. I'm, oh. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of something, salvage no. anything. There, is, there was no moral lesson. There wasn't. I, or maybe the better yet, the moral lesson is follow the damn rules, idiot. All right? If, if someone gives you some animal that you've never seen before, that looks magical and can almost talk to you and someone says, don't feed him after midnight and don't get him wet and no bright lights, follow those rules. That's all you had to do. You know, <laughs> Within well, a day, you broke them all. <laughs> maybe if it came with like an instructional video, it might have helped. <laughs> Some, you know, <laughs> instructional video. <laughs> you must watch this video before you take it's it out of the store. So the VHS tape would have been like, you know, <laughs> yeah. six inches thick or seven inches thick and you would have had to have a big VHS player. It would have been very much quality like that clip you uploaded. Uh, oh, the PSA Facebook announcement? The PSA yeah. That was probably their best acting, honestly. That PSA announcement was probably their best. Yeah, so if you, yeah, so last episode, so we talked about how they had a PSA announcement of had the, the don't drink, yeah, don't drink and do drugs and stuff, and um, using the Gremlins as the theme. So we found that and put it up on Facebook. So if you haven't seen it yet? Go to Facebook. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. It's funny. It's funny. It 1985 funny. funny or 1984 funny. Although you know, speaking of VHS, you just brought it up. I wrote it down. I was going to mention it to you. I did get a kick out of the the store that had the see yourself on TV. Yeah, because remember that was like I, a yeah, big thing sure back, back in the eighties, where that was they had actually developed the technology now where the camcorders are small enough that you could hook them directly up to a TV, and it was like this big deal to be able to do it and see yourself on TV. Uh, clearly, they don't do that anymore because it's not a big deal, and because I think people were like flashing themselves all the time and saying stupid things on the televisions. But yeah, it was such a big deal back back in the day when that first happened. Every store yeah. had that. Every store had that. It was crazy. See yourself on TV? <gasps> no way! <laughs> That's the coolest ever. We gotta do that. I want to be on TV. Give me my Mister Microphone. <laughs> oh, I loved my Mister Microphone. I've had one. Oh, I, I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. And not only did you have one, you probably used one. It really wasn't that great, but it still got the job done. 
No, didn't you have to be like within two feet of the radio? You had to be kind of close. Well, when the batteries went down, the the more the batteries went down, because well, you, you first had to, had to find a dead channel, right? Because it wasn't strong enough yeah. to override a good channel. I think it told you a certain channels back in the day, or you know, I forget. You know, it was probably but, AM. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm on the radio. I just remember the commercials because they made it sound like. I remember like it was next to his sister or something, and they did a commercial with it where it like fooled her to thinking that he were really on the radio, and he's like, yeah. "No, sis, it was just me and my Mister Microphone or something like remember that." Remember the the guys and like the group of people in in the convertible car, and the guy has the Mister Microphone in the back seat, and he turns around to the camera. And I forget what he does, but it's so cheesy. Oh bad. my god, I do vaguely remember that. Yes, didn't he like say something to a chick or something like that? Yeah, hey baby, yeah. you gotta go. <laughs> You're looking sexy or fun. <laughs> I don't know. He's doing something like that, right? Yeah, hey, something like that. It was dumb. That's what it was, yeah. for sure, though. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. All right. Well, that, that's really all I had, man. Yeah, I got some yeah. credits and fun facts. Yeah, go ahead. Kick us some fun facts. Okay. The dog was um, named Barney. Okay. Eh, typical dog name. Steven Spielberg. It's a dog in the movie. Right. Okay. What do you think that dog's real name was? Credited, you know, Barney played by... Barney? No. Hmm. Mushroom. Who names a dog mushroom? You know what though? He could I can see that. You can see that? that he was a scraggly mushroom. Dank, darky, stinky looking little dog. <laughs> well, he probably wasn't when he was a baby when they probably named him. Did, I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's true. I don't mushroom? know. Mushroom? Hmm. That's a, interesting a weird name. It was the eighties. So maybe someone had literally eaten a mushroom. And then at the very end of the credits, you hear <laughs> little gremlins laughing yeah. hysterically as the credits fade out. But yeah, yeah, whatever. Getting over that whole thing. Seems yeah, like all yeah. the movies now. Kind of had that from the 80s yeah. with the credits. Yeah, not okay. impressed. Fun fact. So, um, Mogwai um, in Cantonese, it's Cantonese Chinese, uh, means um, means devil, demon, or gremlin. So, there oh. you go. Oh, there we go. So, it's actually is a real word. It was accurate. Yes. Hmm. Interesting, huh? That is interesting. I thought it was made up. Although, Ma- uh, Gizmo wasn't actually mean. He was actually a good one. Yeah. 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 Well, but. Oh, well, yeah. He wouldn't agree. Well, don't you consider them to not to be the gremlins? The gremlins would be the gremlins where they turned into. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider oh. them to be gremlins. They're well, I know, but remember, the, the yeah, the Chinese guy called him a mugwai, which meant devil, demon, or gremlin. But the original mugwai, Gizmo, was none of those things. He was yeah. just a good little, you know what I mean? But anyway. I, yeah, I hear you. You're right. Um, I really don't have that many um, facts because the ones I found were just not worth talking about. And I mentioned one I just realized. I mentioned the whole PG-13 thing, so that's done. This is a good one. Did you not recognize the town they were in? No. Should I have? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, no, because it was covered in snow, and this whole town is actual set used in another movie, Back to the Future. Oh, shit. So... Well, uh- that town is the same town thing. That theater that... The clock tower? The theater that he drives his car into and all that. Uh, it's the same theater. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. There you go. So that's go back and fact. look and you can now, see... Now you can look at that. That'll be a completely different thing now. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it says uh, the set uh, for Kings and Falls, the same one used in Back to the Future. Both movies were on the Universal Studio backlot. So it's not even a real place at all. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it's kind of neat. And then this was the first movie that um, Spielberg used the Emblem Entertainment logo on. So I thought it was on E.T. When was E.T. made? I'm not losing it. E.T. was 83? I thought that had the Emblem. I don't think so. I think that that's probably what started it. This? No, this I mean, the- E.T., the Emblem logo was the E.T. in the basket, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they wouldn't have had that until after the movie, I'm sure, until he realized how big of a hit E.T. was. I guess. I just figured you made the movie and you made a little basket, you know, a little... Oh, no, it's probably based on how big that movie ended up being. Okay. Well, that's when they first started using it was in this movie. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Is that all you got? Yeah. All right. Well, your fun facts was a little light, but uh, they were I'll give light, you a pass. Really, did you really want to hear that? Oh, I, I tell you what I searched for and I couldn't find was that whole town was covered in snow and it looked fake to me. Everything looked fake. Yes. And I couldn't find reference to it except that sometimes it said continuity issues where there was snow underneath branches instead of on top, you know. <laughs> you know, so it was blown on it, I, right, right. I assume is what you're saying. But it just it looked fake to me. Like it was probably real snow that was produced for the thing. Yeah, they used a snow machine. But if you notice, all the cars were too, uh, you know, like if you after you've had a snow and they've salted the roads and stuff and your car's got that dirty. White thing underneath, yeah. Yeah, on the side. So all the cars had this look to them in a very specific way. It was too. Too made up. Too made up. Yeah. So, well, you can just tell just by the way it acted and the way the gremlins walked on the snow. I mean, it was, it was not, it was not good. Yeah. Yeah, I was not, I was not impressed. Like I said, there was not a lot to be impressed. Could have been better. But this is one of those movies if they remade, I would not be upset about. Because this to me. Oh, not, you don't need to remake this. I mean. Uh, even, they could probably do better. Why would you? I don't know. I'm you, just saying they could do better. You can't make a better gizmo than that one. Oh, yeah. Now they could. <laughs> I'm just no, come on. They could make a huge. It was a little puppet. A hugely better one. No, it was. You know who should remake it? Pixar. Pixar could make a good movie out of this. What would you rate it? What would well, you, what it would you shoot for? It's, it's, you know, it's Pixar. PG-13. But No, PG? no, PG. It's Pixar. You know, but you just shoot it from the point of a gizmo. You know, gizmo is the main character, and he gets lost, ends up with a family, and all this other stuff happens. That would be how it. they should write this movie. You know, I you know what? Damn it, I want to trademark that shit. I'm sending that to Steven Spielberg right I now. I would have definitely enjoyed this movie if they didn't have any gremlins <laughs> in it at all. If they kept it all... Mogwai? Mogwai... Related, yeah, it would have been a, a good movie. Huh. All right, like I'm saying Pixar. So anyway, all right, there we go. Sean is going from his three point six three and staying at a three point six three. I'm going from a three point five down to a two point five. You know, fuck it, I'm going to a two point four nine. There you go. Below average. That's what I'm saying. Just a below average movie to me. For an adult watching this today, this would be a below average movie. I, I can't imagine an adult watching this today. You may think that you're going to like it because it's nostalgic and it meant something to you as a kid, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. it's not going to. Don't watch it. Keep the nostalgic memory of this movie in your head. And let it stay there. It's better off. So you went from a 3.50 to a 2.49. Is that mm, correct? Okay. There we go. And that's it. So we are done with Gremlins. Um, we're going to go on to now our next nostalgic movie, and we're sticking with the Christmas theme since we are in, in the holidays here, and we're doing... Uh, Scrooged. Dun 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 dun. The 19, Billy. Getting, oh, you know what? I don't. Nineteen eighty-eight. I was getting racist. Very good. Bam. I check didn't know you that out. one. I was just. I, I, that was pretty good. Yeah, I pulled yeah, that one. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yep. Absolutely. That's the Bill Murray, Karen Allen, uh, movie. It's a take on the whole uh, Scrooged. <laughs> Clearly, right? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Scrooge. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scrooged based on Scrooged. <laughs> Uh, Come on now, work it out. Uh, I don't remember. Night Before Christmas. A Christmas. A Christmas Carol. Carol. Damn it. There you go. It's a take on Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, A Christmas Carol. Um, and I, you know what? We're going to listen to the to the trailer, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. But I'm kind of excited about this one, because this has always been one of my favorites. It ha- it, yeah. It is, this is Bill Murray just being Bill Murray, yeah. which I enjoyed. Written, It had to be written specifically for him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. 
Wouldn't surprise me. This is a short 15-second TV spot. Oh, is it underwhelming? Very. Oh, awesome. Kick it. So enjoy this. This holiday season, Bill Murray gets screwed. I'm the ghost. So don't miss the party. I love that Scrooge. Rated PG-13. It begins Wednesday, November 23rd. Okay. There you go. <laughs> you are right. That was completely underwhelming. What can you do in 15 seconds? Not, not any better, I'm guessing. All right. So Scrooge, 1988. This movie was actually a big budget movie. Uh, it was like $28 million, which is weird because I don't remember it being overly... There was, I guess there was a lot of special effects yeah. uh, in this movie, so maybe, okay. Uh, but it only ended up making something like $90 million, which is not bad. I mean, it's got a money back, but for some reason I thought this was a much bigger, uh, bigger, movie, bigger movie than that as far as gross goes. I don't know. I know I've seen it a lot on TV, so it's probably made a lot more since then. Yeah, but. I would think... Yeah, I would think it's made a lot more aftermarket. What yeah. do you call it? Yeah, yeah it, it probably post theater like run. I forgot Mary Lou Retton was in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, she played Tiny Tim. Yeah, and she played the fake Tiny Tim. Yes, in their production of of A Christmas Carol. Holy shit, Mary Lou Retton! Wow. Yeah, because that would have been right around the Olympics '88 when she became uh, Miss Perfect. Well, holy cow! Yeah. Wow. Now the throw you back a little bit. You know who I didn't like. Hmm. In this, really, I didn't. I don't like. Don't say Bill name? Murray. No, Karen I, Allen. Is that her? Is that her name? Yeah, it's the I've, Indiana Jones chick. No, then. No, the the high pitched ghost. Oh, oh, Carol Kane. Thank you. Yes, That's her name. The, oh. from Taxi and from our favorite. Yes, Princess from Bride. Taxi. Yeah. She was the. I just yeah. yeah. She was the, the ghost castle. of Christmas Present. I I didn't like that ghost. I like yeah. everything else. I, she was all right. I mean, she was funny in that she kept hitting him with everything. I don't. I just like I'm not sure I understand what the point of that was. <laughs> I'm sure there was something. It was funny there. the first time. It got old. Well, you just don't like her voice. But you have a thing about people with voices like that. You, you there's no way. I don't know. Every movie we've seen where someone's kind of been like that voice, you've been like, oh my god, I want to stab myself in the eye because <laughs> <laughs> of that stupid voice. So anyway, all right. Scrooged is a modern take on a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. If you haven't read it, you should. It is a great American classic story. I don't think he was really American. I shouldn't say that, but. It's been adopted to be a great American Christmas story. Uh, basically, uh, I don't, do we need to recap this movie? Oh, you know, I'll, I'll kind of up it a little bit. So, Bill Murray's character uh, was it Frank? Frank? Frank something or other uh, is now like a CEO of this big television network, and he's just like the Scrooge in the story where it's all about money, nothing about family. He doesn't he doesn't know his brother, and you know he had a, a wonderful girlfriend that he ended up leaving behind to work on his career and. He's basically lonely and plans on spending Christmas making the entire staff put on a live production of A Christmas Carol. And, of course, this causes uh, his old boss to come back as, you know, the the warning ghost. And he gets visited that night by three ghosts to try to change his mind uh, and, and to learn what the true spirit of Christmas is all about. Um, and really, I mean, you know, my, my memory, memory of this uh, is just of laughing. I remember laughing a lot at this movie because I've always loved Bill Murray. And he does nothing but one-liners. In this movie, a lot I mean, of one, a lot like, of one-liners. Bobcat Goldthwaite is in this movie, who I oh, I loved back right. in the day too. He was funny, yeah. So I got a kick out of him. Um, I'm really looking kind of forward to this one. I really am. Yeah, it does follow the traditional story really well, but they disguise it really well. So if you know the Christmas story, you know it doesn't matter because they do put a nice fresh spin on it, modernize yeah. it, 
Well, from a nineteen eighty eight perspective, and put a comedy spin on it too. Yeah. Oh, there's some definitely some good some good comedy yeah. ones on this one. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. One you of know, th- oh well, uh, I was gonna say, you know, when you mentioned his brother, that was his actual brother. Uh was yeah. it? Look it up. No way. Look it up. Okay, maybe my memory is not good, but I could have swore that his brother in this movie is his real brother. James. John Murray. Holy Thank you, shit. Sir. Thank you. Bam. Check you out. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jamie Farr was in this movie, as was Lee Majors. I don't remember him being in this movie, but okay. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. But now that you say that, they do look a lot alike. Yeah. Holy crap. His younger brother. Yeah. I want that kind of very, I wonder if that was like, uh, Therapeutic for them because at the time Bill Murray was a huge A-list superstar mm. who probably didn't spend a lot of time with his family, <laughs> you know, and probably did send weird gifts. I, although, you know, speaking of being dated, oh yeah, a towel, yeah, a towel. But you know, instead of the VCR because the VCR was the big gift, That's which you know nice. he ended up getting a VCR and he's like, oh, I got a VCR. <laughs> like that was like the biggest thing ever. But you know, nineteen eighty eight, not everybody had a VCR and they were still. Three, four hundred bucks. I'll take a VCR today. <laughs> what are you going to do with a VCR? I got some Actually, tapes. You probably man. have a boatload of freaking I need tapes. to convert. Yeah. You know, one of these days I want to get around to doing not, that. Not like movies. I have like tape from, uh, you know. Home uh, movies. Home movies. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, home <laughs> movies. What's Lego. a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to convert a lot of stuff before it gets. Uh, yeah, no, before the tape just yeah. degrades so much it looks terrible. It's one of those things that's on my list, too. Although, I'm kind of worried because I have a bunch load of tapes, and I don't think I have any porn tapes. I mean, I'm pretty sure I got rid of those a long time ago, but I haven't looked at any of these tapes in ages. And I'm really worried that I might end up sitting down one of these days to do that with somebody, and one of them is going to be some <laughs> porn tape. Because they're not marked. You know, none of them are marked. I have no idea what's on these tapes. So, I did accidentally once over, I, re- I re-recorded over the Redskins Super Bowl that oh. my dad had taped. The 1988 or the 92 one? It was 88. Oh, oh, the Doug Williams yeah. one. How dare you? So he had it on there, and I don't know what I was taping, but I, I had to. I just remember <laughs> that I rushed, went to the cabinet, you know. Season finale of uh, like, A Team. Yeah, whatever it was. It was probably something like that, you know, Dallas or something. Who knows? You know? Falcons Crest. Gotta watch it. <laughs> so I'm running in there, and like, you know, half the tapes aren't labeled. I'm like, oh, there's a good t-. Stick it in, and you just push the button, you don't give a shit. And then later on, Dad's like, go down there to listen to, watch it or something. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know, and then we, I go hiding under my bed because. Yeah, I, just, I mean, come on. That was the first black quarterback winning the Super Bowl, and he kicked ass at all these freaking passing records and touchdown records, and you recorded over it. Yeah. I hope you're proud of yourself, dude. Probably wasn't at the time. <laughs> not, not so much. Yeah, right, you well, don't know what you're going to find. Well, yeah. Give me something exciting that you remember from this movie. Give me one good scene you remember, and then we'll give our, our ratings. I, I, liked, I liked how they developed his character to make him look like a real dickhead. I mean, they really did do a good job of making him look like a real asshole. Yeah. You know, like, this is the guy you don't want to work with, but you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all And, right. like, his secretary, whatever, you know. I'll give you and that. she even got... Right, a towel. A towel. Yeah, a towel. You yeah. know? It was a well-done story. It just really was. Did you remember crying at the end? Hell no. Oh, come on. That little kid spoke. No. Oh. Oh, it, that got me. I'm sorry. That no. got me the first time I saw it. It did. And I was 18. It got me. That was, to me, that got Pussy. me. Pussy. Whatever. That's all I got to say It got you. me. I, and I, you know what? I can't believe you were like, oh, Gizmo, I love you. I want to have you. And then an actual true I was more like, oh, emotional yeah, moment. Gizmo, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But then an actual true emotional moment like that. You're like, whatever. No. You're a dumbass. I, I liked the ending. I liked how he interacted with the theater. I was going to point that out, yeah, which hadn't been done. 
prior to that, although they've done a few times since. It was sad. I was we were in the Tyson's theater watching this thing, and some of the people were doing it. Yeah, I remember when I saw it. Some of the people did it too. Just the guys, yeah. <laughs> just the girls. La, la, like, Only this side. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Side. Get the hell out of the theater. But yeah, that that was different. That was the first time I remember ever seeing something like that before. So that was pretty funny. All right. So what do you got for your review or, or for your rating? I am going to give this one a nice high rating. Hmm. All right. I'm going to give it a 4.08. Whoa. I'm kind of surprised. I wouldn't have thought you'd gone that high. Going to go in the fours. Oh, Scrooge. I will be disappointed if I am not satisfied with this movie, if this doesn't keep up. I'm going to give this one a 4.10. You were damn close to me. You're making it sound like mine was all. I mean, well, because you're you know, a heartless bastard, I wouldn't have thought that you would have gone up so high. Yeah, you're not a big not comedy hopeless. person. I'm, I'm more of the comedy. No, you, no. And when we watched Ghostbusters, the one thing that annoyed you about Ghostbusters was Bill Murray, so I'm kind of surprised you would have rated it this high. It's a different type of Bill Murray. Oh, I think it's the exact same type of Bill Murray. <laughs> I think the Bill Murray in Stripes, the one in Ghostbusters, and the one in Scrooge are all the exact same Bill Murray. He has a heart in this one. <laughs> he grows a heart. His heart grows two sizes too big. <laughs> all right, good deal. All right. Well, there we go. I am good to go. You're giving it a 4.08. I'm giving it a 4.10. We're going to go stream it, watch it, come back next week. We'll talk about it some more, give our more current reviews. Um, and hopefully by then we would have gotten a few entries into our 30th episode contest. Once again, go back, listen to the – do you want to play them again before we're done? Hell yeah, I'll do Fuck it one more yeah, time. yeah, why not? Here they are. One more time, just in case you were just too damn slow getting your fucking pencil. <laughs> We love you. Come on to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. I'll have what she's having. Wait till they get a load of me. I predict one in five is going to be the easy one for everybody. The middle ones I think it might, people might struggle with. Hmm. So anyway, write down the movies that those clips come from in order. Send them to comments at hhp-podcast.com, and we'll do a rant, we'll do a a pick from all of the corrected correct entries that we receive, and we'll announce our winners in two weeks. Awesome, awesome! So you have to the nineteenth to get these things in, or actually, you technically I guess it would be the eighteenth because we're going to record on the nineteenth. Um, so just get them into us. The sooner, the better. All right. So the actual time and everything will be on the website. Yeah, and Facebook too, everybody, because we're idiots. No, you are. I'm just listening to you. Well, you said you were going to drive, so I didn't write all this stuff down. I thought you were going to do this. I just drove the opening. <laughs> and then you jump right the fuck out. <laughs> I'm going. See ya. All right. Um, so there we go. Anyway, get those over to us. Uh, what else? Uh, okay. So if you want to get a hold of us, as always, go to hhp-podcast.com. Look us up on Facebook under Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn. or on Stitcher Radio. Get out there. Download Stitcher and favorite us. We want to see those ratings on Stitcher go up. Yeah, kind of, if, if you all do that, that, we can try to make the uh, Stitcher Awards top 100 um, ranking for the you know top 100 podcast movers and shakers right. of the week. It'll show you who's hot and who's not. Yes. So if we can we get on that list, hot. that'll even make us hot, I think, because more people see it. So anyway, get out there, use Stitcher. It's a good, it's a good application. It's got a lot of good stuff out there, including ourselves. Uh, iTunes, of course, get out there, get us on iTunes, give us some ratings. Stop saying, then, of course. Oh, I did it again. Of and course. Then also. We are on YouTube. <laughs> you may look us up on that if you like to. But, of course, if you decide... I can do it that way, right? No, so, you can't. It's still doing the same. Damn it. You, you got to remind me. You know, I'm going to write it down on my notes for next week to not say, of course. 
and we'll actually see if I remember that and stick to it. Of course you won't. Uh, I probably won't, no. But, all right, was there anything else in there? Skype. I mean, I, oh, we didn't do Skype. It just, yeah, we Did didn't we do have a Skype, Skype running? No, I don't, well, because we didn't announce this Wait, wait, week. it's not running right now? No. What if someone tried to call us? Because they don't know what time we're recording your day. What if just randomly someone was trying to call us? I usually keep it on any other day, and it doesn't ring, so why would it magically ring right now? Oh, does it, do we get any contacts this week? No. Oh, no, no one's calling us. No, exactly. <laughs> All right. So my point is, though, we didn't even list it because we didn't know we were going to record at this time, at this moment. So, but you can still do it. Add us as a contact. But sooner or later, we're probably going to do some little thing where you add us as a contact, and we're going to call you. And if you answer, we're going to give you a prize. So, ooh, that'd yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting or very disappointing because we don't get contacts, well, and no one picks it up. It doesn't matter if nobody adds us contact, then we're not going to contact anybody. You're not going to get shit. Oh, there we go. All right. So, you know. So, and this is a contact already, would you people? Uh, HHP uh, dot podcast yes, uh, is our contact information. So, all right, everybody. Well, everybody have a good week. We'll be back next week to talk about how awesome the Redskins did and how much we ended up liking Scrooged. Yeah, that's right. I drank Kool-Aid. Yeah. I am on RG3 bandwagon, bitch, right Hey, now. I am on the RG3 bandwagon. I just don't. You know what? Fuck it. I want to get excited about football again. So, you know what? I'm going to get excited. I'll probably get disappointed, but I want to be excited right now. So, woo! Go skin. You're on your own. All I'll right. celebrate with you next week if we win. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, we're out. All right, guys. Take it easy, man. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.